you for joining us this week for Sunday worship. As a church family, we would normally be in our building and we could pass the collection plates. We share our time, our talents, and our treasure. However, since we are unable to be together, we are asking for your continued support. You can e-transfer to treasure at graceunitedhanover.ca or graceuc at whiteman.ca. Checks can also be mailed to Grace United Church, 310 12th Street, Hanover, Ontario, N4N1V6. Thank you for your support. Friends, as we gather today in worship from home and in person, may we feel God's Spirit always with us, as steady as a rock, ever present, ever leading us. May we feel God's love and the love of community holding us now and always. Today we celebrate, we mark a Palm Passion service. We will be flowing through the Palm Sunday readings into the Monday Thursday readings and concluding with Good Friday readings. Today's service is a service of reflection, and during the question times, I invite you just to sit with the questions, let your mind ponder over them, and know that God is blessing wherever your mind wanders. A couple of announcements for us today. Um, we continue to have ribbons available as a fundraiser for, um, to support the people of Ukraine and um, the information's in the bulletin, but if you um, know people who'd like some, if you have a business or workplace and would like to take some there, or you frequent somewhere and you think they might be interested, ask them first, but you can take ribbons with you for those purposes as well. And um, we already have several out in the community and different stores, and we hold in prayer the people of Ukraine and the important work that our United Church partners are doing to help relieve, um, just a little bit relieve the suffering that's taking place. We have a, a celebration. We have a new banner, um, new, new to us. I believe it was ready two years ago. Um, and we haven't had a Palm Sunday service for two years in person. So um, Joanne Hardy has, has blessed us with more of her, her skill as she made this banner. And we pray that to God that um, in its artistry, it may ever deepen our reflections and draw us close to God. So big thank you to Joanna. Uh, please note that today is the last egg to, last egg, last day to collect an egg. I combined day and egg. Last day to collect an egg off our Easter tree. Um, so please take one if you know somebody who you'd like to deliver an Easter egg to. 
This Sunday is our, or this Tuesday is our last day for the 40 days to engage in anti-racism study. It has been a very thoughtful um, study. We've learned a lot and um, the readings are always available. If you didn't take part and would like the readings, let me know and I can send you um, the document with the links for those readings. While we are marking Good Friday today, um, our Good Friday service that we shared with Harriston United last year, a service of um, scripture and, song and hymns, is going to be aired on Eastlink and Whiteman. The times are in our announcements and as well on our YouTube channel. Mark your calendar on April 26th. There is the Youth for Christ annual fish fry. Um, Tickets are available online or by contacting Paul Newman. Jerry, do you have tickets as well? No, Jerry does not have tickets. So don't, don't bug Jerry for tickets. He doesn't have them, but he'll point you where to go if you need to. Also, please mark your calendar for May 1st for the hike for hospice. Hospice is doing wonderful and important um, work for end-of-life care and care for families. Um, the hike this year is on May 1st from 1 to 4 p.m. at the Mild May Lions Pavilion. Information about how to get um, sign-up sheets are in our bulletin. Also, please note that um, this week um, Laurel is away, so the office is closed, but I'm in and out, so if you need something from the office, please um, give me a call. Um, my cell phone number is also available on my answer machine, so um, if you need to reach the office, call and, and dial into my answer machine. And we have another celebration. Um, some of you know um, Sally was joyfully awaiting the birth of a grandchild. Um, Sally's grandson was born this, I think, just last Sunday. So we celebrate with Sally the birth of a new grandson. We pray for um, him and all of their family that they may find blessing and the fullness of life together. And I invite Catherine and Lynn to come and share an announcement with us. What are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how much I need to write my check for, for your Count Your Blessings. It's been in our bulletin, in our newsletter, our Count Our Blessings, Share the Wealth. So I'm just running down the list here. So what have you got so far? Uh, well, I got a house. <laughs> yes, you do. Got a car. Don't got a pool. Got air conditioning. I got a washer and a dryer, oh, and I got a bunch of books, and yeah. You've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, we all do. Well, well, well. Speak for yourself, Miss Catherine. I am. So, you know what? I, I know it's a good cause, but I have three closets full of clothes, so I, I think I'm going to donate two of the closets. Oh, really? Just so I don't have to count the hangers. And I will take the hangers with them. <laughs> oh, really? I'd yeah. like to see this. Yes. Okay, and, and what about the shoes? Oh, my God, Lynn! <laughs> Don't take my shoes. You just can't do Why? that. You know how much I like my shoes. Yes, but Catherine, it's a good cause. <laughs> I realize that. We I'll just write a check. I'll just write a check. Okay, we all have to make sacrifices here. <laughs> Sorry, not we my don't shoes. We expect you to give away your clothes, though. Not or my shoes. Or your shoes. 
Well, I might take a small loan out then. Okay. <laughs> you might have to. I might have to. Okay. And most of them were bought at Value Village, so... So, yeah, take them back. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Please I thought generously. we'd have a bigger laugh, but anyway. <laughs> Apparently, don't mess with cats and shoes. <laughs> Thank you very much. And you'll find the Count Your Blessings, Share the Wealth um, invitation in the announcements. Also... Um, because you were mentioning donating things, you know, if, if there's items in your home as you're going through counting and you're, you see some items that you would like to relocate, please remember that we do have our trunk sale coming up on June 18th as well. So Catherine, I don't know if you're selling shoes there, but, um, but maybe if you're going through and there's puzzles or things like that, um, remember that they can be used at our trunk sale. And as we gather and worship, we light a candle for peace. We pray, O oh God, that our hearts are breaking with the violence we see in Ukraine, and the violence we see in Afghanistan, Syria, and other places touched by violence and war. We light a candle of hope, praying for your peace to come to all people. We pray in Jesus' name, who showed us the way of peace. Amen. And we remember that at Grace United Church, we are centered in the traditional territories of the Ottawa, Mississauga, and Anishinaabawaki nations, that we are all part of Treaty 45 and a half and the history that's involved with that treaty. We pray that God may lead us through the difficult truths, the difficult moments around us and in our history, and may lead us towards healing and the building of right relationships. and let us call one another to worship. We join with the crowd that eagerly awaited the coming of Jesus. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of God. Hosanna in the highest. Fulfilling prophecy, Jesus entered the city riding humbly on a donkey. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of God. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus' followers were excited, filled with anticipation, yet within a few short days, they were scattered, disillusioned, and frightened, unwilling to follow as far as Christ would have them go. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of God. Hosanna in the highest. We too long to join the triumphal and procession, only to find ourselves burdened by the past, fearful of the future, reluctant to accept the way of the cross. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Yet this Palm Sunday, we are reminded of the welcome offered 
to Jesus as he traveled towards the cross. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of God. Hosanna in the highest. Like the crowd in Jesus in Jerusalem over 2,000 years ago, we greet Jesus saying, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of God. Hosanna in the highest. And we join together in prayer. Eternal God, we have come to cheer you on. We can feel the excitement of the crowds who welcome Jesus with such joy. And we want to join in, to share their hope, remember your promise of a Savior. Bless us as we greet your Son, who arrives now. In the name we pray. Amen. And let us join in singing number 661, Come. hear how God's love is being shared through our stories of our faith. Good morning. Um, stories of our faith. Millions face food shortages in Afghanistan. Afghanistan is on the verge of the worst crisis in its history. 
Even before the Taliban took control of the country last August, Afghans were already struggling with the effects of 40 years of conflict, the worst drought in 27 years, and the COVID-19 pandemic. Then, with restrictions on international funding put in place to prevent money from falling into the hands of the Taliban, humanitarian assistance was impeded, and the consequences have been devastating. The United Nations estimates that nearly 23 million Afghans, more than half the population, face potentially life-threatening food shortages, with nearly 9 million on the brink of famine. People also lack proper health care and are facing unemployment and housing shortages. Our mission and service partner, the Asian Muslim Action Network, Amman, has been working hard to provide food packages to internally displaced families in Afghanistan during this emergency. The life-saving packages contain staples like rice, sugar, oil, salt, beans, potatoes, and onions to feed a family for up to two months. So far, 133 families have received the packages, including widows and orphans. The most challenging issue was, and is, the fund transfer to Afghanistan because the banking system of the country is still almost completely frozen reports Zanib Aini, Amman's International Program Coordinator. Nevertheless, we were able to reach these families, and in the future we hope to reach many more. Recently, we obtained a grant that will allow us to distribute food packages to about 400 families. Please make a gift through Mission and Service today. In the most difficult circumstances, your generosity sustains families and provide much-needed hope. Note that out of concern for the safety of our partners, we are not able to share all the work the church is doing in Afghanistan. And now we have the gift of music. Sunday reading, Luke chapter 19, 28 to 40. Jesus comes to Jerusalem as king. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. 
untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Jesus said, if the people were quiet, the stones would cry out. What message are they telling you today? May God bless us with the stones, those persistent messages of faith that speak to us always. I invite us to sing, He Came Riding on a Donkey, Voices United, number 124.
forward to that day we can wave the palm branches again, hopefully next Monday, Thursday, reading Luke 22, 7-23, The Last Supper. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them, so they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the, few, from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me with mine on the table. The Son of Man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to that man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which of them it might be, and who would do this. Jesus fed the disciples the night before his death. How does Jesus nourish you in the challenging times?
singing from More Voices 195, Long Ago and Far Away. Praise God 
to get them. That's a difficult movement that we share in today as we hear the stories of how a crowd excited turns silent in the face of injustice and oppression and leads to the death of Jesus. But as it begins, as the palm branches are waving, Jesus takes, just as Jesus doesn't take, the Pharisees are, are concerned and maybe out of they don't like what he's saying, or maybe because they know how dangerous it is for Jesus to go to the center of the Jewish faith, to the center of an occupied city, and to say things that are against the occupying power, the empire, that challenge those who had to be silent, like the high priests, in order to protect themselves and maybe others. And so the Pharisees, they're not yelling, praise him. They're saying, shh. So praise him. And their response, shh. And Jesus says, even if everyone was quiet, the rocks themselves would shout out. So I wonder, what, what are rocks good for? They can't really shout out, but what, what do we use rocks for? Lighting fires. Pardon? Lighting fires. Oh, you, you can. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Think, think of that answer when you think of the stories of the rocks singing out when we get to Pentecost. There's some good connections there. I always like your answers. <laughs> what else do we use rocks for? Building. Building. If you ever go down into the, the Bob's room downstairs, the little storage, the furnace room, you'll see that we're, these walls are being held up by stones and cement and wood and all those things. But stones are an important piece of the foundation. What else do we use rocks for? Walkways. Pardon? Walkways. Walkways, yeah. We can walk on them. They're, they're, Again, a sure foundation we can walk on. Anyone else? Ornaments. Pardon? We use them for ornaments. Ornaments, yes. Yeah, we use them for ornaments to decorate, to bring joy. We use rocks for a lot of things. When I was a kid, we had a, there was a song we used to sing at, at church. On solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And we actually had someone in our little church in Newfoundland who played the drums to it, so I, I remember it well. But we're sure that the strong rock of our faith, of God's love, gives us that sure foundation to walk on, to see with joy, to build our lives upon. And the rock of faith of God's love that breaks through all things is found in all of our stories and carries us through Good Friday until we hear the story of Easter when the rock is pulled away and resurrection is found. But may we always know that God's love is strong. God's love is always with us, no matter how difficult the time is, no matter what injustices we face or we see in the world, God's love is alive and leads us.
And with the solid rock of God's love as our support, with the love of God ever leading us, let us join together. Oh, I'm jumping ahead. Oh, no. As we join together in saying and offering our prayers to God. Let us pray. Oh, holy God, as we begin our prayers, we thank you for the blessings of life, for the gifts that fill us with good things, the gifts that overflow from our lives, the gifts that help us to remember that we are blessed to be a blessing. And so we offer you our gifts, our gifts of time, talent, food, relationship, love, and money. We offer this outpouring of gifts that they may be a blessing to others, that blessed by you, they may bring your solid and sure love to this world. God of all seasons, in your patterns of things, there is a time for keeping and a time for losing, a time for building up and a time for tearing down. In this holy season of Lent, and as we enter into Holy Week and journey to the cross, help us to discern our lives what we must lay down and what we must take up, what we must end and what we must begin. Give us grace, O God, to lead a life of discipleship in glad faithfulness and with the joy which comes from a closer walk with Christ. We pray today for all who are continuing to shout Hosanna as they work for justice and healing and peace in this world. We pray for the work of the Mission Service Fund, our United Church partners, and all who are accompanying one another in support and care. We pray for all who are struggling, those who are suffering, those who are trying to make sense of life. We pray for those who are grieving, those who are ill, those who are awaiting surgery, we pray for those who are dying. We pray for families and friends and caregivers. We pray, oh God, for all who are living with injustice. We pray for all who are struggling to make ends meet. Those who are living in poverty. Those who are living with precarious work, underemployment and unemployment. Joining with communities of faith throughout West Ontario Waterways Regional Council, we pray for the congregation of Park Minister United Church in Waterloo, and for their ministers, the Reverend Heather Power and the Reverend Joe Gasper. With other denominations sharing in the work of the World Council of Churches, we pray for the people of Bulgaria, Hungary, and Romania. We pray for the people of Ukraine, Syria, Afghanistan, North and South Korea, and all who live with violence and war. And O oh God, trusting in your solid rock of faith, your constant love, your continual guidance, we offer our individual prayers to you now.
Holy God, as we prepare to hear Jesus's, about Jesus' death, help us to know that you are with us. And even the most difficult, painful, and horrendous situations, help us cling to the love that Christ shows, a love that will journey into the most difficult, and painful, and broken pieces of life and will not let go. Help us to remember that after Good Friday comes Easter. And with this hope, we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, using whatever version and whatever language is most meaningful to us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Good morning. Uh, the Good Friday readings, Luke 22, 47 to 71. Jesus is arrested. While he was still speaking with a crowd, came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, we will strike with our swords? And one of them smuck the servant of the highest priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come for him, I am leading a rebellion, that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me, but this is your hour when darkness reigns. Then continuing the story with Peter disowns Jesus. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance, and when some, some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him. But he denied it. Women, I do not know him, he said. A little time later, someone else saw him and said, You, you are also one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. And continuing the story with the guards mocked Jesus. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, Prophecy, who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. And then Jesus before Pilate and Herod. At the daybreak, the council of elders of the people, both the chief priests and the teachers of the law, 
met together, and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Messiah, they said, tell us. Jesus answered, if I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, are you then the Son of God? He replied, you say that I am. They then said, why do we need any more testimony? We have heard it from his own lips. And the reflective question to this story, Peter denied knowing and following Jesus when it was dangerous to do so. Are there times that you can relate to Peter struggling to live out your faith? saying, We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of the taxes to Caesar and claims to be the Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. Then Pilate announced to the chief priests and the crowd, I find no basis of a for a charge against this man. But they insisted, He stirs up the people all over Judea by his teachings. He started in Galilee and has come all the way here. On hearing this, Pilate asked the man if he was a Galilean. When he learned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod had saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased, 
for because a long time had been had he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. He plied him with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law were standing there, vehemently accusing him. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him. Dressing him in an elegant robe, they sent him back to Pilate. That day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Before this, they had been enemies. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and he said to them, You brought this man to me as the one who was inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he has sent them back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and release him. But the whole crowd shouted, Away with this man! Release Barbas to us! Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again. But he kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! For the third time, he spoke to them, Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found him and no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore, I will have him punished, but then release him. But with loud shouts, they insistently demanded that he be crucified, and their shouts prevailed. So Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one they had asked for, and surrendered Jesus to their will in the crucifixion of Jesus. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Syrian, who was on his way in from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including the women who mourned and then wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and your children. For the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the childless women, the wombs that have never bore and the breasts that have never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if the people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two other men, both criminals, were also led out to be executed. When they came to the place they called Skull, they crucified them there, along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know, do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers sneer, even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and save us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Rebuked him. Don't fear your God. He said, since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds do deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. 
and the death of Jesus. It was now about noon, and the darkness came over the whole land until about three in the afternoon. For the sun had stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he had breathed his last breath. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered there to witness this saw the sight, saw the sight, saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the woman who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching over watching these things. singing hymn 144 from Voices United, Were You There?
There's an ancient practice in our Christian faith. The Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter service are one continual service that goes over multiple days. We do not mark the end of the service, but we pause in the space between. The difficult silence, the hope and longing that lies in the midst of the pain between passion and resurrection. And friends, in this time and in all times, may we know that God goes where we go, guides us where we must make choices, comforts us where we hurt, and may God continue to surprise us for who we are and what we do now and always. Let us go in love, go in peace, go with God. Amen.